Hey listeners, I'm Adam, and this is Can I Ask You a Question, a podcast where anyone is welcome to join me for an episode to share their thoughts on a topic of their choice. I'm looking forward to hearing new opinions and perspectives, and hopefully becoming a bit more open-minded along the way. If you're interested in joining me for a future episode, feel free to check out the sign-up link in this episode's description. What's up? Can you hear me well? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you pretty good. Cool. I started the recording. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just turned it off. Good. You? Not bad. It's been a while since uh, the Avocado Advocate days. Yeah, it's been been quite a little, quite a little bit of time. <laughs> it's good to be back, though. Good to hear your voice again. Yeah, same to you. What are you up to today? Uh, not much. Just finished training and... Now I'm home doing this, going to do some homework, but that's about it. That's my life. Cool. Cool. Okay. Are you good if we jump into the, the question? Yeah. You want to, you can state the question and then I could start it off if you want. Sounds good. So the one you picked was, do you think we are better off believing in free will, even if we don't actually have it? Yeah. And I think, I think it might be a, a popular episode given, uh, the other one I did, I don't know if you listened to it, the one with Neil on free will. This is a good segue, yeah, but that was like I, I the li- most listened to one yet. <laughs> yeah, I listened to the first uh, maybe two-thirds of it, but yeah, that one was really good. And I'm actually going to touch on some topics I think that uh, you guys talked about a little bit there, so it'll be good too. Okay, sweet. Yeah, people people seem to find the topic fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so, so I'll start I think off, yeah. Just, yeah, I'll just start it off by just kind of like at least saying what I think free will is. Well, I think uh, the opposite of free will is determinism. I mean, I I think there's a few terms for it, but I guess for the sake of this podcast, we could call it determinism. Yeah. And uh, free will, I think the easiest way to put it is just the ability to have acted differently. So anything you do, if you were to have the ability, essentially the choice to have acted differently um, consciously, made by our conscious self, then that would be what free will is. So, yeah, if we were to say that uh, we have free will, then essentially that means that everything we do, we can choose between doing that and doing something else. And then uh, determinism would mean pretty much the opposite. So um, whether it's our brain chemistry or um, experiences that shape us and our environment will kind of cause us and lead us to choose certain things and to do certain things i agree if you want to add something i know i know i i think i think you did a good job with both definitions yeah and also another thing i wanted to say which is actually what you guys said on the last podcast which is i think when you first hear about the concept of free will versus determinism almost everyone's immediate uh thought is either a obviously we have free will or b it's a combination of both like sometimes we can choose like you know, what color of shirt we want to wear, but other things will be like more heavily impacted by our environment. Right. So I think most people will hold that belief, but uh, I think in the definition of like free will or determinism is that you can't uh, hold both. You can't have determinism as well as free will. It's kind of one or the other. Um, so yeah, I think it's also get the point though, because if we were to think that like we can have both, and this, it, it wouldn't really make much of an argument, right? Right. So, yeah, I agree with everything you said. Uh, I'm wondering if you're 
cool with for trying to for the focus of this episode assuming assuming we don't actually yeah. have it so that yeah. that's like a different debate but assuming assuming um we didn't actually have free will are we still better off kind of believing that we have it yeah so i think i think we need to analyze what it would mean or what implications would it have to believe in free will versus if we were to believe in determinism so i think the main question i think the reason you put this as an option is because um it could be like a common thought that if we were to believe in determinism then it would kind of take away all accountability and it would make us um feel like even if we were to do something wrong or bad or uh, immoral then it could could create like a society uh with no moral values essentially like not really caring about the outcome of things just kind of saying like this is how i am if, correct me if i'm wrong but i think that's the purpose of i agree yeah yeah okay so yeah we could just jump into the question i just wanted to kind of get that out of the way in the beginning no i appreciate that it's a good it's a good like uh it's it's important to like set that understanding like for people anyone who's listening who's like not familiar with the concepts. Yeah. Um so here's the thing. I think uh like we should definitely so even if we were to acknowledge that we don't have free will, I think it would depend on the person whether it would change their behaviors if they were to um act as though there was free will or if there wasn't so the way i mean that is if we can um believe in determinism how it's supposed to be understood i don't think that would cause us to be worse off so what i mean by that is essentially if we believe that um like uh, the deeper understanding of determinism which just means that you know uh, we realize that our past is what shapes us um then we can often like it it wouldn't necessarily cause us to uh act in a way without thinking about what we're doing so for example like even though, even if we can acknowledge that the past is shaping our choices today and and what we're doing now we can recognize that uh those environmental influences or what we're doing now are going to create environmental influences for the future right so whenever we like uh if we were to acknowledge free will on the other hand it could cause us it could cause a lot of people to think more in the sense that like um what we do now or sorry i i think i phrased that wrong if we were to believe in free will i think it would cause a lot of people to act in a way that they think would hopefully shape the future for the better and if they were to think that they have the choice then they were to, they would they would believe that they also can change the course of action in the future right right so yeah like free will if if we were to say like um to believe in free will to make like a better society i think it would be true for a lot of individuals that maybe don't have like such a deep understanding that might think um yeah like if i believe that i have a choice every day then i'll believe that i should have like a moral obligation to choose like the more moral option right as opposed to like some people that might believe in determinism might not feel like they have that obligation they might just do whatever they they uh um selfishly feel, right? Right. So So yeah, go ahead. I was going to say just to just uh, I guess paraphrasing and making sure I understand your perspective, you think that um assuming we don't actually 
um, have free will, um, you think that could cause some people to be better off and some to be worse off, depending on how they interpret that and how they like react to it. So I think like, as yeah, yeah, I think you hit that pretty well, but I just think as like a general statement, um, I would agree that a belief in free will would influence uh, more, I guess you could say, I'd say better, but um, more moral society. I guess you could say that as a general statement. But like to add on to that, I think that a deep, like a superficial understanding of determinism could cause us to act irrationally. But I think that a, a public with a deep understanding of determinism wouldn't necessarily be compelled to act less moral and I think we'll likely have a better understanding of um, why things happen. So if we were to believe that uh, like um, free will was the case, then we can blame ourselves for a lot of the things and we can feel um, a lot of emotions that may not necessarily uh, be like accurate, right? So we can feel remorse and regret and anger for things that we feel we had an impact on when maybe in, in reality, if we had like a deep understanding of determinism, we wouldn't feel those things. And maybe it would influence us to um, understand why things happen and can empathize with like other individuals easier as well. Right. I mean, if we can, if we can see someone in like a tough situation, if as a society, we believe in free will, we might um, blame that individual for the position they're in um, or et cetera. I mean, you could take that anywhere you want, but if, Again, if we have like a deeper understanding of determinism, in that sense, I think it would create it would create a more like accepting society, and uh, just a more um, morally morally acceptable society in general. I think. Okay. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. I love what you said. Um, so yeah. Once again, for anyone listening, determinism determinism uh, equals no no free will for the sake of of this. Um, so you were saying, just restating again, making sure I'm understanding, you're saying um, if, if people have a deep understanding of determinism and understand it really well, uh, your general perspective is that these people could actually be better off, potentially, yeah. versus if you don't have a good understanding of deter- determinism, uh, you could be made worse off. Yeah, pretty much. So I just think that like... Um the 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 answer of your question whether we'd be better off believing in free will really depends on the people that make up that society right so if we can ensure that the people that make up that society will have a deep understanding of what determinism really means and not just think that like um i don't know like a superficial of, of a superficial understanding of determinism would be something like um just like we don't have a choice at all and we just um do things like we, we can never be like uh, held accountable and we can never be like blamed for things, which I don't think is the case with determinism. But I think in that sense, it could lead to a worse off society. So in that case, a belief in free will could like establish a, um, a better society, right? A society where we strive for greatness, where we realize our choices can influence our future. So I think it has a pro and con in, in both perspectives, right? Yeah, yeah right. Um what was I going to ask you? I was going to say, this might be a tough question to answer, but let's say in the, in the near future, 
um, we start seeing more news articles saying, oh, science or evidence is starting to show that we may not have as much free will as we think we do. Um, how optimistic are you that as a whole, the world, it'll be a good thing for the world and the world will be better off knowing what you said that some people will develop really good understandings of it, of the concept. Some won't necessarily. So, uh, as a whole, do you like, what does your gut say in terms of whether or not the world as yeah. a whole would be better off? Yeah, it's a good question. And it's entirely speculate, um, speculation, obviously. And I think it will kind of play, it would kind of play out interestingly, right? So I think a lot of people, um, what it would cause was, what, what it would cause would people would look at their past and, I mean, the past in general, not just their past, but the past in general, and be more accepting, definitely more um, including of those individuals that maybe didn't have like as good as opportunities, right? Like we can establish that if determinism is the case, then maybe they weren't the reason that they're in the position today. Maybe we can help them get out of that position. We can be a factor, like an environmental factor that will help drive them out of that like uh, slump or whatever it may be or, or poverty or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think in that sense, uh, when we look at like what, what has happened to people in the past and where they are today in the present, it would definitely benefit 100%. I don't, I don't see how a belief in determinism would cause people to be less accepting, right? I, I just, that wouldn't make sense. Yeah. But on the other other hand, when we look at um, how people would look at their future, I think that would be kind of contrary, right? So if we were to establish um, that there was like more science, that determinism um, might be more compelling than free will, then people might be less compelled to put in any real effort into like whatever goals they want to achieve or where they want to be in the future based on the fact that they might just think like, well, if I don't really have a choice anyways, and if everything is essentially predetermined, then like, why am I even trying essentially, right? Right. So you're saying if more people believe in determinism, they're, you think they're more likely to be understanding of others when they feel wronged by others, like thinking through um, like why someone else might have done something to hurt them. Maybe that person has... Um, difficult things going on in their life and then also um, people might be less hard on themselves might be nicer to themselves and not beat themselves up as much and think think about um, I guess like what might have led them to do do things and then maybe use yeah. it to improve I, I definitely agree with you on the on the motivation side like that's I guess my biggest concern is that people lose motivation and feel they don't have um, control over the future and improving it. Do yeah. you have any, do you have any thoughts on how to, like, what would be your response to someone who said, um, I've lost, like, aren't I going to lose motivation? Yeah. Um, so a couple things, I mean, first of all, I think like a, a better, not necessarily philosophical, but just like a better understanding of determinism. Like we said before, we just benefit people in understanding like what it actually means, right? I think like we just, when we first started talking, we said like when we first hear this concept, it sounds like determinism is irrational, right? It sounds almost um, like a silly idea, but I think the more you think about it and the more uh, you really, you really analyze it as objectively as you can, um, you might, you might start to realize that that might be more the case. 
and I know that's what this debate that's not what this debate's about, but if uh, we were to establish that say as a society, um, determinism is more compelling, I think the way to go about uh, making that society more beneficial rather than you know more like like what you said and not not being optimistic for the future would be to one increase their understanding of determinism and two uh, letting them understand that or helping them understand that they can they can influence their environment right so first of all if we come out with a study or whatever that says determinism is more compelling that's already an environmental factor that's going to get them to whatever say believe in determinism right and then that can cause them to maybe um say change their environment into a more uh nourishing and like positive one rather than you know friends that are addicted to drugs or whatever they might they might realize hey wait a second okay if, if determinism is the case and our environment shapes us they might be able to analyze their environment and that might compel them to realize hey maybe it's better if i if i transition my environment and um you know hopefully if determinism really is the case then then it'll help me you know flourish and and better myself so it's it's definitely a better understanding of determinism and understanding that environmental factors are not completely um it's kind of weird to say like not completely out of your control but but you can like it's weird it's weird to play around with the words but you can slightly influence your environment right based on like the information you're given right right okay so you just summarizing you're saying if someone said to you aren't i going to lose motivation if i don't believe in free will uh, part of your response would be while it might feel like that um like not believing in free will means you think more about like causes and effects and if your goals are to be happier or to be uh, have more success in whatever aspect of your life you can look at like evidence from like studies and 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 you can read and you can learn about um like what people yeah. do to make themselves be happier and like that can actually i guess feel empowering that it's like less random and you can actually do specific things that have shown evidence yeah. to cause like positive effects exactly and the reason i say it's tricky is just because uh, I want to say, like, you can choose to, like, read these certain books that might influence you to do some things. But if we're talking that determinism is the case, then are we really choosing, right? right? So that's why it's just kind of hard to, like, find the right words. Yeah. But when I say choose these, like, certain books or whatever, or choose a different environment, what I really mean is that an environmental factor is going to cause you to analyze your situation, which might cause you to want to read a book or might cause you to want to change your environment right yeah. so it's not necessarily that you'd be like if we do acknowledge that determinism is the case that it's not exactly that we'd be choosing that but environmental factors would be leading us to do that and then same goes uh, or similar goes for uh, free will right right so curious your perspective given personally i'm still unsure um how people like react to this sort of thing um, given like I haven't talked about this concept with like a whole ton of people because I'm I'm like cautious about um like not wanting to like like make their lives worse off right so like what is your <laughs> yeah. what, what is your thought on like should I be like talking about this yeah it's it's really interesting like I mean 
there's absolutely a time and place to talk about anything, right? When, when we're talking about anything, there's a time and place, and there's a time and place where it wouldn't be right. But um, yeah, it's an interesting concept. Like I think, I think, like we said, if we can sit down and have a discussion with someone, even if they're uninformed about it, they might feel a little defensive. And well, okay, first of all, I guess I could say my position, which is. I don't see there ever being a coherent case of free will. I just don't see how that's possible. Um, but even talking with someone that's never heard of the concept before, if you can kind of approach them um, just with just with like a discussion-based conversation and just kind of explain to them like, okay, like this is what free will is. This is what determinism is. Uh, like they would, let's say they were to think free will is the case. I'm saying like from my perspective, what I would say to them is that, um, like, what's an example of free will? And they could say, like, oh, well, like, the color of my shirt. And then you could say, well, why did you choose that color? And essentially, the argument for determinism would just be going back and back and back until you were born, and then even further back until the beginning of time, which is, like, what led you to, to decide whatever, right? Right. So um, it's, there's, there's, like, a, co- a couple components to it. So first is explaining to the person... Um, I guess your beliefs are like what free will versus determinism really means. And then the second component would just kind of be explaining the outcomes of that belief. So if you were to, uh, whatever, say, get someone to believe that free will is true, then just explaining to them the outcomes of that belief would be beneficial in them understanding what that implies, right? What that belief implies. So same thing for determinism. If they're to believe determinism, at first they might feel like, "Whoa, okay, so I really, and every, all my um, all my actions are predetermined, right? So, am I just like a robot? Am I being like controlled not by someone but just by my environment? It might be an overwhelming thought, but if you can explain um, essentially what we just talked about, that well, hold on a second, determinism doesn't necessarily mean you can just kind of lay back and let your environment do the work for you and kind of see where you end up. That's not really what it means. It just means that um, our environment plays such a big role that even when we feel like we're deciding something, we're deciding something based on past experiences and um, past environments. So you could, you could look at it as a choice if you'd like to, if that kind of eases the concept for you and you can think, okay, so I could choose between like a certain amount of things. Um, but yeah, I feel definitely just kind of explaining that it's not determinism isn't just kind of just laying back and and letting everything happen for you. You still have control. It's just not, um, like for, for, for you to be able to make a coherent like decision, you would need to exclude all, um, subjectivity and all past experiences and all, um, like past beliefs essentially, which is impossible, right? So it's not that we don't have a, ch- a choice at all. It's just that our choice is very narrowed down and limited um, based on our past experiences. I think that's the best way to explain it. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, what do you think of the approach of like just subtly kind of, kind of using it to try to help people when... So here, here would be an example. Like, a friend comes to you and says like, Oh, like my coworkers like being like super difficult. Like we're working on this project and they're like not doing anything. I have to do everything. So they feel like their coworkers like screwing them over. 
So you could like make a comment like, like you could say like, okay, uh, this is like shitty, like I'm sorry, but maybe it'll like make you feel better if you like, is it possible that like they have like, I don't know, stuff going on at home in their personal life or like they're not feeling well or, or whatever, or like their managers like being really hard on them. So like, what do you think of that approach where you're not like specifically saying like, oh, that person doesn't have free will, (laughs) but you're like, you're kind of, you're kind of approaching it in like a more, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, no, no, you said that well. And like, again, I think we kind of touched on it before. And it's the fact that if we have a deep understanding of determinism, and even if it's not so deep, it helps us better understand where people are coming from. and um maybe not how they got to the point they're at today, but maybe why, right? So um, understanding that there are other factors in other people's lives that might not apply to your life, right? is like a big thing and uh, not necessarily, doesn't even necessarily apply to determinism, but just life in general. But it, it, it implies that people come from different pasts and that will shape their present. And it's also... Like a similar question is with people that are like incarcerated, right? Like criminals and things like that. I mean, a lot of people we can see like will judge and ridicule. And I mean, maybe there's a time and place for it, but obviously we we can acknowledge that people grow up in different environments. They're given different opportunities and um, some people are just going to be more environmentally influenced to do things than than any other given person right right there's a there's a quote i might be butchering it but it goes something along the lines of like hurt people hurt people or something like that like people who hurt people are hurting so something along those lines and like i don't know i that i really like that and like i i find that kind of mindset helpful yeah, absolutely. Like it's it's just about understanding, right? I think when in both cases, whether we're talking about free will or determinism, it's just about being able to understand. I think it's it's more for determinism, but definitely for both, um, being able to understand others, right? Not necessarily your own position, which it does help with, obviously. Yeah. But I think it helps even more, and this also. Um, plays mainly in like to, to the question that you had, right? Whether it would benefit like a society, for example. So yeah, absolutely. Like whether we, whether we're like, if we were to believe in free will as a society, which is what the question is, then it might make us better off in recognizing that we can shape our future, right? And we can um, be able to, I don't know, make these decisions that even um, like, not necessarily based on like the position that we're in today, but we can kind of be like whoever we want to be based on like hard work and determination and whatever. And it might drive people to do um, things that they wouldn't do if they just believed, you know, kind of let the environment take care of everything. Right. So uh, like, again, this this belief of free will versus a belief in determinism is an environmental factor, which is going to cause you to act differently or it might. I mean, I hope not, but it might. Right. Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, I just think that, like, to summarize and, and just to get kind of back on topic of your question, um, 
like a collective are you talking about like a collective belief in free will um it's a good question i i don't i don't really know exactly a, a hypothetical scenario could be and i don't know like how realistic the scenario is but let's say like i don't know you take a country like united states and like it seems to be rooted in like or like like the leadership speaks as though people have free will. So I don't know. Let's say hypothetically, like the president of the United States is getting like intel that like, let's say he's being told by his advisors that like determinism, if explained well, like you're saying, would actually help people. Like let's say this is what his advisors, uh, his or her yeah. advisors are telling them. Like how does like the president of the United States think about like should should they share this information with people? Like is yeah. Yeah, I guess it comes back to the basic thing like I'm talking like I asked before where it's like if you believe this, if you do believe in determinism, should you share it with people assuming you can share it effectively and it sounds like you're saying you think if you can share it in an effective way where people yeah. have a good understanding, it can be helpful. Yeah, I think it's a really good scenario because yeah, I stand by my position. If you can explain it in an effective way, uh, absolutely. I, I don't really see how that could be detrimental. But in a position uh, like that, if you were to say like the president of the United States is put in this position, what would you do? I think that's a really hard question. Like, it, it def I definitely have to think about it. Like, the problem with that is that if we were to just kind of um, not acknowledge it and maybe carry on letting people believe that there's free will. It, I, I feel like at least, and I could absolutely be wrong. Um, but I just feel like it could kind of perpetuate, um, I want to say stereotypes, but just kind of like maybe judgment, right? Judging people for where they are saying like, Oh wow. Like you only make that much or, Oh, you live there, you know? And right. Just, just, just less acceptance as a whole. It, and again, like it could have benefits, like we said, like it could cause certain people to maybe rise up and try to rise to the occasion and realize that they have like control over their destiny. Um, but that's that's a really tough position because you really don't know how everyone's going to react to that. Right. Right. I guess I guess a slightly more uh, practical or easy to wrap your head around example might be like, let's say you run like the department of justice for the United States and like you're getting information from your advisors about determinism and they're pretty much saying you should try to focus your like legal system uh, more on like rehabilitating criminals vo uh, versus punishing them for the sake of punishing them because like obviously under determinism, it's not someone's fault for committing a, uh, like a bad crime um, instead. So just on this topic quickly, punishment might still make sense for the sake of like deterring other people exactly. from doing things. Absolutely. But for the sake of like pure punishment, because yeah. that, yeah. So like that would be a more practical example. And, and I, it, like my sense is that like the legal system has moved this way. Like if we just look throughout hey. history, yeah, absolutely. Like rehabilitation is is a thing now and like probably a couple hundred years ago it wasn't a thing. They would just like hang you if you did something yeah. wrong. Um, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, that, that's it. You can go. I was just going to um, say that, yeah, I think 
like absolutely even even prisons today right like obviously we have like rehabilitation clinics for a bunch of certain things but the purpose of prisons today even like the definition is to rehabilitate people back into society like reintroduce them into society okay good i didn't so, know i actually didn't know that was the definition but yeah so th- that's that, that is like the stated purpose of a prison of incarceration now there's a whole argument of if, if that's what they actually do but um that is their purpose yeah it's not just as a punishment for for their actions all right well that's that's nice to hear yeah um, and yeah sorry go ahead no i was just gonna I, I was just gonna ask you if there was any other things you wanted to talk about okay yeah perfect i was just gonna <laughs> ask like kind of like a hypothetical question which i heard a little while ago and i think this was actually yeah this was the first time i've ever heard about um the concepts of free will and determinism and the question stuck with me now i think i have an answer but uh, i'd like to ask you and see what you think about it sure so um obviously we can acknowledge that i'm trying to think of someone really bad so like hitler right hitler obviously horrible criminal um you could say he was like the leader of like the nazi regime um if we were to if hitler didn't kill himself or whatever and we were to capture hitler and recognize let's say for argument's sake that he had a tumor in his brain that was um pushing on his amygdala or something and causing him to act irrationally and we can say almost for certainty or even for argument's sake we can say absolutely for certainty that that was causing him to act uh without remorse without morals and was causing him to do the things he did and we can do a surgery to remove that process in his brain which would uh cause him to come back to like a rational loving caring like human being would you say that it would be more moral or maybe not moral but yeah i guess you could say moral or more acceptable to um punish him as though he committed those crimes, which obviously he did, right? So whether that be the death sentence or a lifetime of incarceration, or would you like to see that person um, just reintroduced back into society? Yeah, it's a tough question. Um, yeah. How I, much damage he did, obviously, right? Yeah, I'd like to say, first of all, if if we're confident that removing this thing from his the tumor pressing against his amygdala, if we're confident that once it's removed... Um, he's not going to be the same evil person. That I guess that's step number one is is how confident are we in that? Um, I'd say, just to clarify, uh, let's say that we're 100% sure, but I mean, obviously the atrocities are never going to go away and right. still like the people did them, right? Right. So, yeah, assuming this is removed and he's immediately like apologetic and like in, in shock of what he had done, um, which it sounds like in this hypothetical example, he would be, um, yeah, my gut says that he should be allowed to be reintroduced into society. Um, my only real concern is the deterrence part that we talked about is like punishment for the sake of deterring other people. But, um, yeah, it might not make sense to do that in this scenario because anyone else who has problems, you could also treat them. Um, yeah. 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 Was, what's your What's your perspective? Yeah, pretty similar. I think the exact scenario that I heard when I first heard it was like, um, what was it? It was like if we can um, kill an ant or kill a human, who would you choose? 
And then it was like, well, it depends who the human is, right? And then, but then it's like, wait a second, if we if we can acknowledge that determinism might be the case, then should it really matter who the, who the human is, right? If we can acknowledge that that's the case, then, I mean, of course, we can acknowledge that humans have uh, like a higher value than like an ant or something, right? Yeah. But even if that person is Hitler, then we might say, okay, like, well, if Hitler's going to commit the atrocities, obviously I'll kill Hitler. But let's say after he committed the atrocities and we're 100% certain that he's not going to do anything um, even to like anything like that again, then what would you choose? Would you choose to kill the ants or would you choose to ki- kill Hitler given that he's done all these horrible things to human beings? Yeah, assuming, assuming he's fixed and that was the reason why and it's as easy as removing that tumor and he's a good person, then yeah, I think you, you have to spare him, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, my I was just going to I was just going to agree with you. Yeah, that was that was my position as well. I was just going to say when I first heard that, it was um it really really stirred up not necessarily emotion, but a lot of thought, right? Cuz I thought, oh, absolutely. I mean, Hitler has to go, right? Uh even even like I remember earlier when I was in school and they were they asked if uh we believe that the uh, what was his book called? Mein Kampf for yeah, the mind pump. You think it should be destroyed? And I was like, like hell yeah, absolutely, it should be destroyed. It's it's filled with evil. But then when you think about it, it's just like, wait, we can learn from this, right? So it's kind of similar. It's like, yeah, like Hitler is filled with evil. Like we should kill him. When you first maybe think about it like instinctively, but if we maybe analyze it a little deeper, and obviously we recognize that just humans as a species can have higher worth than an ant, um, and we can recognize that it maybe wasn't like his free will conscious decision to do the things he did, then um, it might compel us to, to believe that his life is still worth more than an ant, right? Right. Have you, have you heard of the, the real example? Um, I think his name's Charles Whitman. Have we talked about this before? I don't think so. Okay. I think I've talked about it with someone else, but have you heard of, he was a, he killed um, a bunch of people at a university. I'm, I'm looking at it on Wikipedia now. He killed 17 people. Um, he like shot up a university. This was, I don't know, a while ago. But he ended, he wrote he wrote in his journal or he told people before he did it that he said there's something wrong with me. When I die, please like check my brain or autopsy or whatever it is. And they yeah. ended up doing it, and he had exactly what you're saying. He had. A tumor pressed against his amygdala. Wow. Um, wow, that's insane that you can even recognize that. That's actually pretty shocking. Yeah. So. Damn. It's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that's really cool. Actually, I never, I never knew about that. But that's, yeah, I guess you could say it's a good example. And damn, if only we'd knew, we'd know sooner, right? Yeah. I'm reading. I'm reading a bit into it more now, and. It might not be as conclusive as I'm saying. I think there's there's some um, mixed opinions amongst experts on. So they found a tumor, a tumor, but there's mixed mixed. There's like inconclusive evidence on whether it would yeah. have had an effect on his actions. But anyways, yeah, I'm gonna read more into it out of just out of curiosity. Yeah, it's just an interesting piece. But um, yeah, I think we touched on pretty much everything. Yeah. Uh, any anything else you want to close off on? Um, 
Not really. I guess I'll just kind of conclude like just the statement that, that you brought forward your question. And I think that a public that believes in free will may be compelled to act more morally, right? And more in interest of like overall well-being if we can if we can recognize that their that our certain um actions or sorry our certain choices will lead to certain things and we have power over those choices which is the biggest part we have power over choices that will lead to different things we might feel compelled to choose certain things that we might think will lead to a better outcome right Um, But in order to be consistent with my own beliefs, I just think that a deep understanding of determinism, uh, yeah, would not compel us to act more morally and would just likely cause us to have a better understanding of why things happen and um, a deeper ability to empathize with those that are in tough situations or um, just show more understanding. Do you have five more minutes if I I want to ask one more question or do you have to run? Yeah. No, no, I'm good. Okay, because you said something about um, it, for people who believe in free will, they might act more morally. Can you just? I'm going to see if I can challenge that. Um, yeah, sure. Do you do you have an? Ex- can you think of an example of um, something society has evolved to do that is better? So, like something that's changed in society that you think demonstrates us like having morals, and then I'll I'll try to make the case for like how that change um, was yeah abolishing slavery okay abolishing slavery so um could you make the case that the reason slavery was allowed previously was that people people made the claim that these that um slaves didn't have the same rights as humans they didn't have the same feelings um let me i, I guess i'd have to I don't want to say something that's wrong. I'd have to research um, slavery a bit more and and what people's views were on slaves. But like, could you make the argument that um, slavery was eventually abolished because um, we, we used reasoning to realize that these people um, experience, like had the same ability to suffer and like have the same emotions as as everyone else and it was not moral to do that like i guess i'd you're just saying you're just saying we consciously kind of uh like realize that i need to i need to search quickly like why why we like what was the rationale for doing slavery do you know what it was um not exactly i mean i can kind of infer just based on logic but i I wouldn't know like the exact fact but all i would say is that well this is how i think it would happen and this is what i would respond to what you said as well is that uh how would we know that there's suffering how would we know that um this is wrong like how would we know that i don't i don't know what you said exactly but that this is um let me let me let me try can i try to better phrase it yeah, sure. So I'm reading a bit now, and it's saying, why does slavery happen? It can affect like a group of people, and usually it's because the other group thinks that the the enslaved group is lesser than them, either yeah. like in terms of intelligence or ability to uh, like experience pleasure in life or whatever. So what I was trying to get to is like 
isn't this abolished because we use things like evidence to show that these these um, enslaved groups actually have the same intelligence and they have the same capacity to suffer and like this like quest for like knowledge and like evidence is kind of what's made us more moral I don't know if that makes sense um so what would you be, what would you sorry what would your conclusion be like my, what are my you conclusion to what I'm trying to conclude is that like we've actually become more moral because we are able to think critically and like um, question things and like look at evidence to 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 make better decisions it's not random that we're becoming more moral um, and that's kind of in line with determinism which is like cause and effect and looking at like like what is the effect of us enslaving people and like it's it's I guess that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, I think you kind of touched on it there. Like, um, it's kind of hard to pinpoint it, but like, for example, recognizing that, I don't know what you said exactly, like recognizing that like it's wrong and that um, like based on evidence and and based on knowledge, um, I feel like if we have a belief in free will, then we might feel more compelled to believe that if we were to stand up and do something against it, it could cause like a chain reaction or it could, excuse me, um, cause more change. And if we were to believe in determinism, I see where we we would still acknowledge that it's maybe wrong. We would still acknowledge the same things, but we might not feel as compelled to act in a moral way that is in line with our beliefs. Right. Right. So if we were to, if we were to like have, we could say like a superficial view of determinism or a superficial understanding of determinism rather, um, even if we were to learn based on evidence and and uh, through growing of knowledge that hey these are just like arbitrary discriminations just because they're a different skin color um, or even if they did have less intelligence or even if they did have less uh, whatever pleasure or, or sub- subjective experience um, that wouldn't necessarily mean we're okay to enslave them. I think we would realize both of those things pretty similarly regardless of if we would believe in free will or determinism. Okay. I think where it changes is how we act upon it. Okay. No, that's, I think that's a good way to put it. Uh, it's a good way to wrap up. It leaves me like things to think about in terms of like moral progress. And to your point, like something like slavery, if the people who stood up against it, if they had believed more in determinism, like would they have been less likely to feel that they had the power to stand up against it and to cause a chain reaction and make change. If that's the case, it's not necessarily a good, it's not a good thing for determinism. So I'll think, I'm just going to think more about it, but thanks. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. And just one more thing to add is um, that might not be the case too, right? It might be the case that they believe in determinism. They, they recognize all the things that we said and they realize that based on that new information, um, which is like an environmental factor, they may feel that uh, they have an obligation based on that information to act differently. Like there's a quote that, that goes, uh, when we have the privilege to know, we have the duty to act. Right. 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 And that's, that's kind of rooted in a belief in determinism, right? Which is like, we don't really have a choice when we, when we know the facts, we just have to act based on what we know. Like that's our reality. Right. Right. So I think it, it could definitely go both ways and it'd be hard it'd be hard to kind of say, but 
yeah, a deep understanding of both would probably benefit the most. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, like for me, like I think what I like the beauty I see in determinism is that if you see a problem, you can try to think really critically about what is causing that, what is the source of that problem, like what's feeding into and causing it, and and that seems to me like the key to eventually solving it is you need to be identi- be able to identify like what's at the root of this. So, like for instance. Like if slavery was a problem today, like you could think about like what's driving this problem? Like why are we enslaving people? And you could think, oh, it's because we don't think they have the ability to suffer or they're not intelligent or whatever. And yeah. like having that approach can help you um, like break down those, those, those arguments. Those arguments. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'd agree with that. Cool. Well, thanks, Dooney. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. It. It was a really good talk, really interesting, and had a lot of fun, actually. Thanks, me too. Yeah. All right, enjoy enjoy the rest of the day. Enjoy, you're going to Game Changers tomorrow? Yeah, it's going to be good. That's sweet. All right, yeah. enjoy. Thank you. Thanks again for tuning in to Can I Ask You a Question? If you liked this episode, I'd really appreciate it if you left a rating on iTunes or Google Podcasts or wherever you're listening from so that more people like you can discover it. Also, it'd be super helpful if you'd be willing to leave some feedback on any ideas you have for improving future conversations using the link in this episode's description. Thanks again and see you next time.